It's Wednesday, October 18th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. What Europe's IT demand decline and the convergence of networking and cybersecurity means. The future of work in chaos. What new trends mean for tech service providers. And more than tech, the three pillars necessary for AI success. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Again. According to the latest State of the Industry report from Information Services Group, Europe's demand for IT and business services fell in the third quarter, with managed services down 2% and as-a-service dropping 8% compared to the prior year. Managed services ACV reached an all-time high in the previous quarter, but decreased by 17% sequentially. The report also highlights declines in IT outsourcing and infrastructure as a service, while business process outsourcing and software as a service saw growth. According to Cato Network's 2023 SASE Adoption Survey, 82% of IT leaders worldwide are driving the convergence of networking and security teams within organizations. This trend aims to improve collaborations and operational efficiencies, with 24% of organizations already handling network and security responsibilities with one unified team. The survey also highlights occasional collaboration difficulties and a preference for a single, shared platform for security and network management. Small and medium-sized businesses face a high degree of cyber risk, with 48% of companies experiencing an incident in the past year, according to research commissioned by Sage. Three-quarters of SMBs in the U.S. consider cybersecurity a significant concern, and 59% plan to increase investments in cybersecurity. Why do we care? SMBs seek help from cybersecurity specialist companies and industry organizations, for managing their cyber risk and education, and training on cyber risk management. And that's called services. The decline in Europe's managed services and markets around as a service signals a potential trend that could influence global market dynamics. Emphasis on could. The data from Cato Networks highlights an industry-wide shift toward a unified approach to network insecurity, suggesting a demand for bundled or integrated services, and importantly, a convergence of this managed service provider and managed security services provider stuff. Leaders don't want the distinction, and security just needs to be part of the offer. I hadn't touched on the dynamics of work in a bit, and it seems there are some fascinating details here. Office vacancies in London and the U.S. have reached a 20-year high, presenting a challenge to CEOs who want workers back in the office post-pandemic. Investment in offices has also fallen sharply, indicating a drop in interest in office space. Some companies are implementing those return-to-office mandates, but employees are resisting and questioning those decisions. 
But from Census Bureau estimates, the proportion of Americans working from home has reached its lowest level since the pandemic began, with only around 26% of households having at least one regular remote worker. The demand for remote jobs has surged, with remote roles attracting almost half of all job applications, despite making up only 9% of LinkedIn job postings in August. So you're ready for the maneuvers employees are doing? Hybrid workers are using coffee badging to avoid returning to the office. This trend involves briefly visiting the office, grabbing a coffee, and then leaving to work elsewhere. It also allows employees to maintain a presence at the office while saving time and money. The practice has become more popular as companies enforce return to office mandates, with 58% of hybrid employees participating in the trend. Or this one. Roughly 5% of workers in a typical organization have two full-time jobs concurrently, according to a new McKinsey report that surveyed over 15,000 workers across seven countries, including the U.S., between last November and January. McKinsey called the trend a growing phenomenon that's been driven in part by remote workers taking on a second remote job, likely without their employer's knowledge. I've argued that bad management is one reason for all this confusion. Turns out there are a lot of bad managers. A survey by the Chartered Management Institute found that 82% of bosses in the UK lack formal leadership or management training. Many managers are promoted based on internal relationships rather than performance, leading to a high number of accidental managers, which leads to low-quality feedback. A study of 13,000 workers' performance reviews over two years found that low-quality feedback contributes to high employee attrition rates. Employees who've received unhelpful or vague feedback were likelier to leave the organization. And before I get to other big ideas, this one. The future of work is optimization rather than the location of work. Three emerging themes include the CEO taking charge of the future of work, shifting from talent operation to talent optimization, and building a support system for leaders. These themes aim to maximize performance, create value, and support employee well-being. Why do we care? I love this chaos because those with solutions are valuable. Chris Kay, an insider, is right. The future of work is optimization. And clearly, organizations do not have the skills to deliver that. Poor management doesn't know how to manage or build organizations that can, so rather than learn, they fall back on classic tropes. Workers, having figured out there are other options, will game the system. I focus here because those with solutions can build entire practices, and they're all technology-driven. And that's why I like this for technology services companies. I'm taking Thursday and Friday off for personal reasons, so I'm giving you your Friday big ideas early. Diamond Sue, an insider, looks at how networking has changed. Not wires, but people citing how the pandemic has brought significant changes to networking. The decline in in-person touchpoints has led to a shift towards virtual networking through social media platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook. Cold, direct messages have become more effective, and the line between professional and personal networking has blurred. 
However, there's still a strong desire for in-person interactions as people are eager to meet face-to-face and have meaningful conversations beyond recruitment. It's a good reset. Gabe Burke in U.S. News argues, It is time to end the war on remote work. The article argues that the war on remote work should end as employers' insistence on in-office attendance is met with resistance from employees. The benefits of in-person interaction are acknowledged, but it's emphasized that control over where people work should be given to individuals. Attendance requirements are shown to be ineffective and can lead to adverse reactions and decreased productivity. The article suggests that employers should embrace the trend of flexible work and allow employees to choose where and how they collaborate. And finally, a piece from Harvard Business Review. Historically, technology arrives in clusters, and the same applies to AI. While AI has great potential and hype, progress and success with AI will require concentrated efforts beyond just the technology itself. High-quality data, organizational capabilities, and societal accommodations are crucial for the widespread adoption of AI. Companies must address data quality issues, develop the necessary organizational capabilities, and navigate the societal implications of AI. Embracing these challenges and gaining the full commitment of senior leadership will increase the chances of success in an AI implementation. Why do we care? I talked already about remote work, and I just wanted to highlight more thinking here. There's an angle in how meeting people and networking will happen. I'm just not sure I figured it out. The recognition that AI success depends on more than just technology emphasizes the role MSPs can play in providing comprehensive solutions. Providers should be thinking about how they can offer services that not only include AI technologies, but also the necessary organizational training, data quality management, and even ethical considerations. Again, it's all a service. Thanks for listening. It's National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Do I need to say more on that one? I'm off tomorrow and Friday for some personal reasons, including speaking to some students at William & Mary about careers in technology. An invitation to them if they jump on the show and to any listener. Find me on LinkedIn. Just search for Dave Sobel. There's a bonus episode this weekend as we talk to a computer scientist, lawyer, philosopher, and podcast host, also known as the profile of a client. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you on Monday. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash MSP radio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.